I am Georgia Martel and you're listening to the Oh Shit Twins podcast, a podcast created to directly talk to the parents of multiples. Episode 1 is Lockdown Life with Triplets. I will be interviewing the fabulous Mrs C as she's known on Instagram, sharing how she kept her four-year-old sons entertained during quarantine while managing the demands of her employment. We're going to be talking pandemic and multiples today. The reality of what we've all been going through. I have a set of twins and my lovely guest has amazing, beautiful triplets, little boys, who have recently turned four, I believe. They have just turned four, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pass over to my guest for her to introduce herself and then we're going to get stuck right in. Okay, so I am the fabulous Mrs. Cater. I tend not to use my first name because that's unfortunately my, <laughs> the only proviso of my husband allowing me to go on Instagram and social media is that we don't tell anybody what we're called. I am a working mother of triplet boys, so I work full time in a quite a senior executive role. And yeah, and that's it. I just, at the moment, we just try to survive. You know, I always said to my husband, we'll try and survive the first five years because someone told me that it gets easier at five. And and we always made an agreement that neither of us could leave up until that point. <laughs> <laughs> Good agreement. <laughs> exactly. So we're still married. I'm still married, which Good. is, you know, a, you know, given that 70% of parents with multiples can, can get divorced. So, yeah, yeah, because it's stressful, man. Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah, so parent, working mother, wife, and parent to triplet boys who are full on, and thanks to this pandemic, have gone a little bit feral. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into day-to-day life of of what it was like having the the boys at home during the pandemic, I kind of want to just backtrack to the the, the first thoughts um, that you might have been having before we got to official lockdown. So we'll get, we got our first few cases in the UK in February, 2020. And um, by the 11th of March, that's when the World Health Organization stated that coronavirus is classed as a pandemic. So do you yeah. remember kind of how you were thinking back then? Was you already kind of panicking or preparing or Not any contingencies? Not at all. Didn't even think about it, really. I think, weirdly, because of the job that I sort of do, everyone was like, eh, I'll be fine, don't worry about it. You know, because I remember their videos being, you know, of the wartime, you know, horns and alarms going off and all the other countries going mm. into lockdown. Yeah. And there we were, Great Britain, still washing our hands, 20 seconds, singing happy birthday. And I was thinking, oh, you know, if it was that serious, you know, we would also be in lockdown. So I think at that point, a lot of people were thinking, oh, all the other countries are over-exaggerating a little bit. Mm. And then I remember the day... I think it was the day before Mother's Day I caught a cold and I was like I'm not feeling great you know and Mother's Day I remember I spent Mother's Day in bed three days later I was fine Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. you know and then fast track to day 12 and I, I can't breathe you know so obviously I ended up getting it quite early on in March okay yeah um and I was bed bound and that was just that was probably the hardest because my husband also had it 
and he had so to look was... after the kids. Okay, yeah. so how so how would you manage it? So you literally your husband just had to get stuck yeah. with and get on with it all yeah. all on his own. Yeah, because the thing is with COVID by day right, so by, by day ten to I think it's ten to fourteen, you either deteriorate really quick and mm-hmm. you you either get really bad or you go to hospital or you're fine and you yeah. recover. Mm-hmm. And luckily he was something like he I think he was about three days behind me. And I remember saying to him, oh, you'll lose your sense of taste and smell now. You know, you'll have an upset tummy, you know, da, 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 da. And so he was a few days behind me and it just exhausts you. So I think in this whole lockdown, 11 weeks, however long it was, mm-hmm. you know, at no point did we think that we would be ill with triplets at home and he was still working. Oh, that's what is like that still and I was working as well because I thought it was a cold Mm, you were just just pushing through pushing through because that's what you know multiple mums do right (laughs) that's what we do we are machines and actually you don't because you're always on it there is this like adrenaline pumping constantly Mm -hmm. and you know that is it's that that gets you through there is this high intense stress of you just going on it on it on it yeah 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 definitely. and then it wasn't until i was like oh i've got a temperature of like 40 i probably i started to get really dizzy and i was working on conference calls and i said to my client oh i've got a temperature of 39.8 and he was like i don't think you should be working <laughs> and then my boss said to me oh you should go to bed and then i didn't get out of bed for four and a half days five days wow. and i was on my CPAP machine because I use a CPAP machine for sleep apnea but I was on the phone to the hospital and they were like the we are we are full Mm. but she goes I think I'll see you later tonight but in the meantime I want you to get on antibiotics as quickly as possible so I ended up going on board spectrum antibiotics and I I wasn't lucid for four days and my husband just looked after the kids how did he cope (laughs) He's brilliant anyway. Yeah, don't, tell yeah. him, don't tell him I said that. <laughs> we never like to admit that. <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's because they get complacent. Yeah, yeah. They start to get a bit lazy and start leaving stuff on the kitchen tops and stuff like that. But anyway. So, but yeah, he's, he is great. And he helps loads. The boys love him. Mm. Mm. And so, but he was really stressed. Mm. You know, yeah, our, we spent probably we've spent probably half of this lockdown we banter a lot yeah we take we take the mickey out of each other a lot but that banter sort of took a step forward into like full-on abuse yeah (laughs) it's it's difficult because okay so look the 23rd of march is when we were in official lockdown yeah which is when i started to get ill Okay, so you didn't you didn't get into like, oh, I'm going to post my schedule. You know, social media went through a stage where people <laughs> were posting these amazing schedules of how they're going to yeah. homeschool their children, which I never participated because I knew I wasn't going to do it. You were oh my just God, out. Did you, did you not see my schedule? I posted mine. <laughs> did you post yours? I did. And mine, and mine said, mine said <laughs> yeah, drink wine, stay <laughs> alive. Yeah, something along those lines. My kind of schedule. It had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all the way to Sunday, and then at the top, a.m., p.m., and then in the middle, it just said, "Stay, kid, keep the kids alive. Yeah, stay sane and drink wine." They were my three, and actually, that's exactly what we did. How did you confirm that you actually did have COVID? So, a couple of things. 
when you okay that's a good point it's a very good question so at first i just wanted a sick note so i went online to the nhs website to get the yeah. sick note and then yeah. they went oh you have to call 111 so i was like oh for the love of goodness call mm -hmm. 111 they then transferred me to the medical team the medical team then transferred me to another medical team it's almost like you go up levels oh, and for every level they ask you a load of questions they ask okay. you load, like day one what were your symptoms da, 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 da. and then the fourth level was actually getting through to a doctor in the covid ward of my local hospital mm -hmm. And that was the final one. And she ended up doing um, five or six breathing tests for me. Okay. And so when, like, when you breathe in you, and you speak words and you breathe out and speak words, most yeah. people can get to like 30 or 40 yeah. lung capacity. I got to 12 before wow. I ran out of breath and was just <laughs> coughing. And she said, when you get to eight tonight, I want you to ring 999 and come oh. to hospital. Oh yeah. gosh. Mm -hmm. Because but at the moment we have no room, but we will find something for you. In the meantime, I need a family member to come to hospital now and pick up three different like hardcore antibiotics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then they had to drive to the local pharmacy that was shut. So then they had to drive like half an hour away and then come back and then get me my antibiotics. Okay. And literally within she said, oh, honestly, within five days you'll be surprised at how much better you feel so since then i had the had an antibody test by a company called blue horizon mm -hmm. because i wanted to be a hundred percent sure mm -hmm. um and i paid for it myself and it came back positive so okay. you know but they've now since said don't trust anything unless it's a hundred percent accuracy mm -hmm. but they came back and said it's 99.8 percent accurate so okay we could go with that yeah i was I like think, oh, i think that's, that's a high that's enough percentage enough. <laughs> that's close enough but it was terrifying georgia i'm, I'm not gonna lie i wrote my will that night oh wow that's, that's how that's bad it was i couldn't i could not i felt like someone had put a bag over my head mm. and just tightened it and i couldn't breathe i was like <laughs> that's scary and it's not it's not flu and, I, and my husband said to me i can tell i'm a machine right mm. i'm mm. I've never taken a day off sick in 15 years, right? Wow. I'm a machine. Wow. <laughs> and I took, four, I took four weeks off. Mm. I took four weeks off. And he said to me, I've never seen you that panicky. Because it's not, it's not flu. So I just don't want to, I don't want people to feel, it worries me when I see the complacency out and about now, yeah. because I can honestly tell you, I have never felt so ill in all my life. Yeah. Like yeah. ever. Anyway, carry on. So, <coughs> back, excuse me. Back to the wine. I'm drinking wine. So. <laughs> Once you started to feel better, you started getting back into your routine of yep. everyday tasks, cooking, cleaning, keeping them entertained. Was there a, a method to the madness, or did you just just jump in there and just just whatever kept them <sighs> occupied? One. I'm gonna lie. It, it, I'd lie if I if I said that there was a plan, right? Because I I I think being a multiple parent means that you feel less guilty sometimes, because yeah. you do give yourself a bit more slack than those people that have maybe one or two kids at one at a time of different mm. ages. So you sort of go, I've got triplets, man, you know, and I'm working, although I wasn't working. You know, I took a couple of weeks off. So, yeah. 
I had to, you know, I took four weeks sick and probably two and a half, three of those, I I wasn't doing anything with the boys at all. Mm -hmm. And then for one and a half, I would literally just sit on the sofa with them whilst we watched TV and played with a few games and stuff because I just wasn't up to it. And then I realised I took two weeks off because I realised I can't work and look after my kids. I was trying to do it before I was ill and you know it's impossible and for most of the time you know we've reverted back to the 1950s where women are now responsible for having to look after their kids oh and by the way we've also got to cook four dinners a day you know lunch dinner for you guys and then lunch and dinner for the kids and it's just like it was just it was just there weren't enough hours in the day to do everything and I'm going to be honest my work's expectation of my output had increased twofold and that was the hardest thing and that's what I think most people finding is that if you weren't furloughed everybody else that was still in employment had to pick up up the slack yeah yeah and actually it was I was working 12 hour days you know and I just thought I can't I can't go back to working 12 hour days and looking after the kids Kids and cooking and you know so I took two weeks off and actually that was the best thing Mm -hmm. that I did and then when I then spoke to my boss she was like look you know what do you think that you can do and I said well I need to take more holiday so I was you know I had it was inferred that I then took more holiday yeah because even they recognized that I couldn't look after my kids and and work and so for Boris to turn around and go oh we know we're just expecting organizations to be understanding it's like yeah but they're not yeah (laughs) you know I've heard I've spoken to quite a few mums who've had this situation so it's it's nobody's talking about it yeah and 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 this is the thing as you said your husband was still working so how was you even trying to manage that was like one of you waking up earlier to do some work and then do with the boys and work in the evening. How was you trying to split yeah. it between guys? What kind of agreements did you so guys have? So I think before I got ill, we were doing what was called a split shift. So I was working seven until one, two o'clock. Yeah. No, until one. And then he was then trying to do a few calls whilst looking after the kids. And then he would work one through until seven. So we would literally split the seven seven yeah. and split it halfway, yeah. and actually that was the best way. But my boss was like, "You know, I need to speak to the client at three o'clock. Can you jump on a call?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, can't really because that's when I'm supposed to be looking after the kids." And and that pull, that and feeling Constant. like you're not, you know, I felt like I wasn't um, succeeding anything. in anything. Yeah, 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 because you're just being pulled. Yeah. So I felt like I was failing being a mother, I was failing being a wife, and I was failing, you know, being an exec at work. So something had to go. You know my famous triangle? Oh, yes. You know, I got from Five Minute Mum. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you, you got three things in your triangle and you can only do two. And I picked two, yeah. and that's why I took the time off. And actually, that helped my husband a load. Not that he said thanks, you know. Do you feel it's kind of expected for you to take the time off or was there a conversation about it? I think it was expected. I, you know, and I'm going to put it out there. He won't listen to this podcast, so uh, it's all good. (laughs) But 
I, you know, he, I think all men have this very traditional view yeah. of women yeah. Yeah. and they will never say it out loud because they know we would beat the crap out of them. I definitely agree. You know, jo- I mean, joking aside, I do think there is this undercurrent and they've, all they've done is they've shut up talking about it. But there is this expectation that women, you know, even with triplets and you with twins, mm-hmm. there will still be that expectation that you can do everything. Yeah, you know? we're meant to bend. I find that that... And, for me personally, during this pandemic, it brought me back to when the when the girls were really young, when they first come out of hospital. Just that you just feel like you're on that boring routine up route, the time. You look the time. Oh, it's time to make lunch. You check the time. Oh, now it's time to make dinner, cleaning. Yep. Put, yeah, dishwasher. I can't. Oh, we, we, I we, can't actually, we're it. talking about getting one. Um, you haven't got one. No, we don't. I don't oh have one. my god! I tell you what, <laughs> I would forego someone's bedroom. Two things, dishwasher and tumble dryer. They're the two things now yeah, that since we've, we've got, and actually, you know, as much as I moan about emptying it and filling it up four times a day, I can't imagine doing all that washing up. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just. It's just crazy. And it's just, the, the expectation is like, as you said, it's an unspoken expectation that I'm just going to. You'll just sort it you, out. You, yeah, yeah, everything just gets sorted out. Yeah. and my my yeah. partner has his own business so when lockdown first started everything came to a, a, a stop because he has these businesses cleaning um he's got cleaners he's got builders kind of you know all that kind of fun stuff mm-hmm. so in the beginning everything got shut down but he's actually started going back to work pretty after about Early on. two three weeks people were like okay no actually we want we want our buildings our, our yeah. communal areas cleaned so he was back to work so and I wasn't, so I was I was just expected to just get on yeah. with it. But it's, you just pick it up, you pick up the slack, and there's no to- thanks for it. No, but toddlers, I think oh if, if babies, the baby's time with twins, and I'm sure you, uh, with tri- triplets you understand, the lack of sleep is probably the hardest thing, and you, yeah. it's just all the fuzz. Yeah. But with the toddler stage, now with the emotions, with the mm. demands, mm-hmm. yes, the, the arguing. It's just the arguing over everything. I just think, because you can't go out, can't go to the park, can't go to soft play, can't go swimming, you know. And, and so I think it just amplified their emotions, you know, a hundredfold. So the fighting starts and, you know, at least we had a, a few sunny days and I bought the, the largest bouncy castle in the planet, which saved me, I think. What other changes in behaviour did you see during, during lockdown? what in the kids yeah well other than the fact that i couldn't be bothered to get them dressed on sundays they were just running around in their pants the other thing is the way that they i know this sounds a bit odd but the way that they spoke to us was a little bit like get that for me and i'm like uh excuse me you know because they could sense us being distracted you know, we weren't a hundred percent present, and kids need you to be present when you're with them. Yes. You know, and so if you are distracted by a billion other things, you know, they tend to play up a lot more. The other thing, as well, because they weren't wearing many clothes, is they started to pee in the garden. 
So and my sister-in-law, who's a head teacher at school locally, she was like, you're going to have to nip that in the bud because that's probably the worst thing they can start doing before they start school in September, yeah. right? So, and because then it started to progress. I haven't posted any of this, by the way, but then it started to progress when one of them decided to do a poo in the garden. <laughs> and you just think... What is going so, on? Just to let you know, it wasn't on my shift. Just to let you know, right? It never is on mum's shift. It's never, never it's is. Because they know mum will go batshit crazy. So husband then shows me a picture. I'm saying, so you took a picture of him doing a poop, but actually you, you didn't. And it's like, what you t- did you not just... And he said, oh, no, but it was too late because he'd already done it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I just we're, think... We're, I know you're the Amazon queen. What, oh, has been, <laughs> what, has been, what has been your favourite save your life purchases for the boys? Right. Obviously, I am the Amazon queen and I am also the TK Maxx queen. I'm just saying, you know, I'm glowing from going to TK Maxx this week. It's just been beautiful. Um, but my biggest, I mean, it was expensive because we've obviously not paid nursery fees. Right? Oh, and I, I'm going to be honest, right? Yeah. It's expensive. Mm. It's like 4,200 quid for us a month, right? Oof. That's a lot of money. It's a lot. So, yeah, we You're are like, cash. woohoo, cash! <laughs> what are you doing with all this money? Yeah, so I came that on Amazon. And so I bought a lot. So in the beginning of lockdown, I was like, oh, no, we don't have enough stuff. Yeah. So I bought a, like, you know, my arts and crafts um, trolley. So I got that. Um, And I got a lot of arts and crafts stuff. So I thought I'll do that once every other day or whatever. But I also bought a giant oversized bouncy castle. And that is possibly the best purchase that I've made. In fact, I know I post about that quite a bit. But uh, a few people have bought bouncy castles now for their lounges. But it is the best thing, you know. If you can get the small one, it just burns off a lot of energy. Yeah, for the kids. yeah. Because you're not at parks, you're not at soft play, you're not at swimming, you're not doing gymnastics or football or all the things that they would burn off a lot of energy. They need to burn it off. You know, they can't. Kids can't sit there all the time. So, so I got that best purchase. So, how was um, that putting them to challenge. bed during pandemic? Yeah, it's fine. I think, look, without sounding like a bit of an arsehole, right, our kids have always gone to bed really well. Oh, my, even my mum's just like, what the hell? And I was like, look, I was always pretty militant because I'll tell you why, I'm not great with lack of sleep. I'm like, I'm very emotional. So I, that was the one thing that I was panicking most about. So... The boys, we dropped the nap during the day a while back because it took them such a long time to fall asleep. And so when it takes them longer than five minutes to fall asleep, you know it's time to drop. So they drop the daytime nap. And the best way to do that is to drop it down every other day and then every two days and then once a week. And that is just the best way. But um, <sighs> but they sleep really well. We put them... Well, they transitioned from toddler beds to a triple bunk bed and they were quite unsettled. That's the first time they've been really unsettled okay. um, for about a month. But during lockdown, they've been fine okay. because there's two things. You've got to run them like dogs 
and you've got to feed them. So they cannot go to bed hungry. So I always give them like a banana, like, have a banana yeah. or, you know, have something to eat before bedtime because I need, they need to sleep. They need to no, sleep. I'm, I'm the same. Them. Once it gets yeah. to like 9, 9 p.m., I'm not a mum anymore. I just switch <laughs> off. I'm not interested. You just need to, as far as I'm concerned, you need to be in bed. My girls have been pretty good with sleep, but same, I've been, we've been really good at sticking to a routine. Yeah. But, just I think some evenings they just hadn't burned off enough energy, so they were yeah. just bouncing off the walls. Yeah, just bouncing yeah. off the walls, and those were the those were some tough evenings. And I was yeah. just like, I saw actually I did see one of your stories, and they were like prop. They're properly awake though, jumping they around, having awake. a ball of a time, playing yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's four o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm just you need to finished. Drop that nap. Are, you, are you na- Are they still napping? No, they stopped napping during oh. the pa- during lockdown. Yeah, devastate. I've suffered. Trust me. Oh, <laughs> sweet. They dropped Jesus. the nap, and we were potty training. I was finished. I am finished. I think you may have set your expectations of yourself really high. That's the, and I think that's the problem. We set ourselves targets that are so high that actually and no one it's no wonder man you pot that is amazing you potty trained one brilliant one. you tried to do the other one brilliant right and you try to drop the nap i oh, didn't what? try they refused it wasn't oh, me trying man. trust me well i was I'm, not I'm a happy high. Double high five. I was not happy I, we were trying for a good few days like no you're gonna have a nap no they weren't having it they're like no 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 so they were just Amazing. up so we just said okay we're just gonna be up and we're gonna find you stuff to do the one thing i can say is get a small bouncy castle get secondhand ones on ebay they're pretty good my I'm thing is you. storage where the hell is it gonna go that's my issue that's always my issue because we got lack we lack storage i've got the space we've got a big enough garden to put it in but it's where where the hell oh. is it gonna go so that's uh, always my bed? thing Oh no, no, that's shoes. Under the bed is shoes. Oh, um, I'm not giving up that space. That's my space. At the moment, our bouncy castle is currently sitting on our dining table in the lounge. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm telling you what, whatever saves you, that's I, that's what, and, and I think that's been our motto from zero to five years old: is do whatever it takes to make sure that you stay sane. You know. So what point did you feel that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm running on empty. I need them to go back to nursery or, or was you just feeling like this, this is just too much. It's weird. We were like on it, on it, on it. And then when Boris, went, kids are going back beginning of June, that felt, yeah. it was like a two week period. Yeah. Yeah. From that, that two week period felt like six and a half months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because i was i was like sit it just felt like the longest you know two weeks ever i just it was at that point you know when you can see light at the end of the tunnel and you're just like i I want to be there now i just want to be at the end (laughs) yeah 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 so when he said oh kids can go back on the first of june we were like kids are dressed and ready and sitting in the car boris (laughs) ready to go ready to go so how was it going back how was your nursery with you know obviously doing the social distancing 
yeah you feel that you're actually communicated well you felt comfortable yeah. or... they were they were pretty good they were like you know my my sister as i said my sister-in-law's head teacher and she she's been obviously filling me in on the ch- the, the behind the scenes challenges yeah. that yeah. education are having and it's scary you know the government comes out with this oh this is what we're going to do and by the way you know the educators all find out at the same time and then there is this scramble of right how the hell are we going to do it and then you know a week later the government then sends out guidance so you know nurseries and schools have I think done amazingly well and anybody that can pick fault in that is quite frankly off their rocker because I'll tell you what having chatted to all my mates who have older kids they're like oh just everything I've ever said about their teacher I just I'll take it back you know because people understand now how hard it is to educate children um you know and they only they may only have two or three or four that to educate at home but teachers have got like classrooms of 28 so anyway so i just think they did really well they they communicated really well they sent us an email saying you know your slot is you know from now to now we 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 need to close early because every day we are deep cleaning the entire nursery so every day we have to pick up by you know half four because from half four until six they're cleaning everybody Yeah. yeah? yeah so you know they're in their pods of eight they're social distancing from the other kids they're phasing the eating and the hand washing and the you know you name it they're doing really well but I think I feel differently about it because I know that we've all had it yeah, yeah i'm like i'm all you know i'm all well there is this sense not of complacency because that's definitely not the case but yeah. sense of there is an added level of an of immunity yeah yeah for us and and therefore a sense of you know a, you know calmness about sending them back to nursery but i understand why people are hesitant i know a lot of people that wouldn't have sent their kids back anyway but don't you feel like and I said this to my mom. I was like, I feel really bad that I feel so joyful that they've gone back. But to be fair, they they came back and they, I think they were joyful. They went. My back girls were joyful. Them. They were happy yeah. too. When I when we told them, um, in the morning, you're going to nursery. They were they, once they had their clothes on, they were standing by the door. <laughs> I think they, they they had enough of us too. <laughs> Hugo was standing by the by the car with his backpack on, his shoes on, and his coat on. He was like, "I'm ready, yeah. I'm here." And I was like, "Oh my goodness! It normally takes me 20 minutes to get you out of the house." To get there, exactly. So I f- don't feel bad that I need space because it makes me a better mother. I could see that I was running on empty. I could see that my patience was going. So I was like, "Okay, so you need to go to nursery." Do you feel the lockdown taught you anything about yourself, family, yes. relationship? Interestingly, and hot off the press, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell people this. No, probably not actually. But yes, it was. It was a. It was life changing for me. You know, for me, thinking actually, I need a bit of a break. Okay. I need a break from work, like permanently, just for yeah. a little bit. Mm. Um, but because it was, it was just it's been hard it was just hard Mm. I think working and trying to do everything and feeling that pull and realizing 
that actually I've really enjoyed it. I know this sounds a bit weird, but this is this is my view, yeah? yeah? Everybody has this thing that they so desperately wanted. And I yeah. and we all put these wishes out to the world. So for mine, for for and mine, for ours, it was financially we were being crippled by sending the kids to nursery. Yeah for our mortgage that by the way we bought the house the day we found out we were pregnant not knowing it was um and so financially we were we were in trouble right yeah and so we both said you know what we need is like a bit of a break from spending all this money right and you know i know some people who are like you know what i just want to spend more time with my kids i don't get to see them Mm. there are some people that said you know i feel like i'm just commuting every day into london blah blah i'd love to work from home for a bit so i think a lot of people put all these wishes out into the world and actually the pandemic what that did is it answered all our hopes and dreams For those people that were traveling too much, they got to stay at home. For those people that want to spend more time with their kids, they did that. For those people that wanted to not spend any money and save some money, they probably did because nobody spent any money except for food shopping, which went up by 4,000%. I was going to ask you that. How much did your food bill increase by? Do you know? <laughs> yeah. It, let me see. It probably quadrupled, tripled, oh, tripled. <laughs> yeah, probably about that. So we were spent. We spend about one hundred and twenty quid a week in food mm. normally, and it went up to three hundred quid every five days. It's a lot. It was. It was. I was getting to a point. I was. I'm like, wow, my life is <laughs> being at home and going to the supermarket. That yeah. is my life right now. Husband was like. Who is eating all this food? I bought seven loaves of bread one day and he shouted at me for buying too many loaves of bread and we ate them in three days. I was like, see, the thing is, you're not used to it. You're not used to it. You know, having all the kids home and, you know, they eat all day. (laughs) But yeah, so we went, we just went through a lot of food and we're back to normal now, which is wonderful. Yeah. which is really good so you've decided that's that's it is hot off the press so you decided that is work it, when, when are we going to release this I'm probably um in july <laughs> oh you haven't told work yet <laughs> oh no i've told work yeah let's okay, okay. skip july isn't it? okay i don't so, know if anybody follows me from work to be honest because i keep it so anonymous i don't know i know a lot of people follow a lot of people from my husband's work follow me but um I don't know if anyone that I work with does, but nobody's mentioned it. So yeah. what kind of your thoughts of why you wanted to leave? Is it just a temporary break? You take a oh, you tell your job, you want a career break. You're thinking um, about a year. Just kind of what, what's your thought? No, just a, temp, just a temporary couple of months actually. Okay. So just nothing like big. Early last year, they thought I had a pituitary tumour in my brain, which is was a bit terrifying. And that was really terrifying. But actually... I had what was called thyroiditis, which okay. could have been from postpartum. So Ooh. in other words, having the boys, I think. And so I ended up putting on about four and a half stone in three months, wow. which is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of weight. Yeah? yeah. So, and because I have PCOS, I really struggle to lose weight. Mm. You know, I have to work three times as hard as anybody else. Mm. So if I go to the gym, you know, I have to eat less and work out 
more than mm. normal people to lose weight. So I, I know what I sort of need to do. I've lost weight. You know, obviously I've yo-yoed over the years with PCOS. So I sort of know what I need to do. I really want to focus on my health. Okay. Um, just because I'm going to be honest, you know, working 12 hours a day, sitting at a desk is probably, you know, not the, yeah, the best option yeah. at the minute. I do about two two and a half thousand steps a day when the boys aren't here when they're here it's about 10 um but you know it it made me the lockdown the pandemic made me realize because it's massively trending subject is the fact that everyone's getting fat (laughs) so it it made me laugh because i was like actually shit that i think i have been in a pandemic for like 10 years because i've been been working from home for 10 years like one you know i can not go out for a whole week because I've got conference calls starting at eight, finishing yeah. at seven, you know? Mm. So it made the pandemic made me realize that, Oh, this is probably why I'm overweight is the fact that, you know, everybody now has the same lifestyle that I have been living for 10 years. So yeah, there you go. Well, that's, that's definitely no negative. In, no, exactly. In taking time out for your health. Cause yeah without health you don't don't have nothing else well that's it you know i've got high blood pressure because you know obviously i've got triplets but you know so the thought of having a heart attack or a stroke or something and leaving the kids without a mum terrifies me a little bit you know so got to do something so now that we're easing out of lockdown you've already mentioned that you had a blast going into tk Maxx. what other things are you looking forward to do or planning that dream that was it that was it oh you're so easily pleased (laughs) i'm telling you i'm not i'm not really that i mean to be fair i've i've had enough of like the zoom calls that's all a bit like weird i miss my mates a lot i've got lots of different groups of friends and i'm i'm missing everybody a lot but you know that to me is it because remember if you think i've just said i've been living this life for 10 years so it's not really it's not really been much different for me okay but i'd miss i we used to go out to dinner quite a lot we like going to restaurants quite a bit cinema i miss the cinema a little bit you know we we lived a very i was gonna say simple life it's not as if we went clubbing and stuff like that but you know i don't know it's really weird it was shopping for me shopping's always been a my husband honestly he just looked at me yesterday and was like you are positively glowing where have you been and i was like i've been tk maxx (laughs) and he was like oh god and i was like it's amazing and i just honestly i looked so he said that is the biggest smile i've seen on you in about three months and i was like i know i've spent so much money um on things i don't need so i'll probably take most of it back anyway but it was still joyful but uh yeah anyway what are you going to do? What are you looking forward to? For me, it's meeting up with friends, going to like a yeah. restaurant with a group of girl, you know, girlfriends. And stuff. I think that's yeah. the main thing. The sh- shopping, I'm an online shopper. I, ha- I hate going into shops anyway. Do you know what, though? I can understand why people, some people are still really hesitant. Mm, yeah. I'm not a massive shopper shopper. I only like TK Maxx because... Yeah, you can't find everything online. No, exactly. Yeah, you have to go in. Um, 
everything else I get online. I just I can't be bothered. You know, if I can get it online, I can. But but TK Maxx, you can always find some super bargains, and that makes me feel happy. But um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not. Uh, I wouldn't traipse around the West End because that would just just. So now, as we, as I'm sure we're going to be social distancing for a while, but any tips or any encouragement you'll say to mums of triplets or who newly found (laughs) out they're they're having triplets? Any advice? Well, in this in this new world, I'm going to be honest, right? I, when we first had the triplets and we took them home, we didn't go out for like nearly two months. We didn't go anywhere because actually in the routine that we had, by the time we finished feeding them, it was then time to start the the process all over again. So actually we never had a break between babies to be able to pack a bag and get out of the house so i think we we did do once when they were a couple of months i think they were two months old we went to a few parks we go to the park or whatever but um you know so if you're a new mum of triplets honestly don't worry i'd I'd go into lockdown you know and just you know enjoy it because it goes so quickly so i was gonna say the first few weeks probably first month of lockdown I was like, oh, this just feels like how it was when the girls were young. I've done this, so I've stayed in. No big deal. My other half was like, you're just so okay with this. I was like, because I was in the house with two babies for about two to three months. I think I got to near three months. I I think I popped out just to go to like supermarket, but mainly in the house, not going anywhere special. So it felt, it just felt like that for me. It just felt like I was going back there. Um, Same. So that would be, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. That you're not, we, we all go through it when you have newborns and especially if they're yeah. tr- twins or triplets, you tend to stay in a bit longer. Yeah, you do. And I, I also think that, I don't know, I think life is hard enough that just make sure they get some fresh air and, you know, like just walking around your garden or going for a walk around your road or whatever and just keep life simple. I'm, my motto is the path of least resistance. Sometimes we make and set very high, you know, I was saying to you earlier, set yeah. yourself high expectations of yourself, almost like to prove to yourself that you can do stuff. And actually, you know, sometimes you fail and it's like, see, see, I knew you couldn't do it. And then you beat yourself up for like another, you know, two weeks. But it's important that, you know, you just keep life as simple as you can in those early days because you're changing you change so much as a person um okay well i'm gonna wrap it up there yeah amazing it's lovely to see you georgia it's well (laughs) see and speak see and speak because we're just recording for audio but it was (laughs) It was amazing. It was amazing talking to you. We're yeah, always in each other's DMs. So when you post your memes and your mum jokes, I'm like, <laughs> you're talking to me. I totally relate. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the Oh Shit That's Twins right. podcast. Thanks for listening to the Oh Shit Twins podcast. You can find me, Georgia Martel, on Facebook and Instagram at Oh Shit Twins. New episodes will be dropping every Sunday. And please don't forget to like, share and subscribe.